Pro fans all over the world, we welcome you to the Pro Fan Arena where prolific sports fandom, a desire for wisdom in life and work, for the purpose of glorifying God through our gifts and talents, all rumble together. Thank you for joining us. Now introducing your starting lineup. Standing five feet nine from the University of Take Responsibility, playing the position of Chief Encourager, your host, the founder of Pro Fan League, the Pro Fan, Bradley Gibbs! Here we go, here we go, here we go. Pro Fans, my name is Brad Gibbs. This is the Pro Fan Podcast. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Jesus Christ is alive. Sins can be forgiven because he has conquered sin and death. That makes this a great day. Now lace up your Air Jordans and let's talk sports. I love the month of October. It is my favorite month in the calendar year. October is a buffet of sports for the sports fan. I don't know if all of you remember the Pizza Hut Buffet. I miss the Pizza Hut Buffet. Since 2020 and COVID, Pizza Hut Buffet at lunch has been forever lost. I'm sad for my kids that they will not experience the Pizza Hut Lunch Buffet. You're like, why are we talking about Pizza Hut Lunch Buffet? Because where else could you stack those delicious breadsticks and cheese pizza on your plate? That's a core memory for me. And I'm bringing this up to let you know that October is the sports equivalent of that magnificent experience. Pizza Hut Lunch Buffet, we miss you. Thankfully, sports is here and we can enjoy it. Let's dive in. This past weekend, there was a lot of very exciting sports to take in. We had college football. We had the NFL. We had the NHL. We had Major League Baseball and the NBA tips. The 82-game journey to raise the Larry O'Brien trophy starts now. We're going to take a dive, a quick, a quick spin through all the happenings and get caught up to date. So, let's talk sports. We'll start with college football. This past weekend, we saw a number of big-time matchups. The first that we're going to discuss is USC and Utah. This essentially defined who was going to be in the driver's seat in the Pac-12. Side note, Pac-12, we're going to miss you. I am sorry that the money has demolished the Pac-12. This is a true tragedy. Over a hundred years of football history, in my opinion, thrown right out the window in pursuit of the dollar. Part of what makes college football tremendous is the pageantry of the game. The Pac-12 has been a big part of the history and pageantry of college football. It will soon be no longer. So we got to enjoy it why we have it. USC Utah was a classic on Saturday night. We had Caleb Williams, 
who has been beaten now three times in a row by Kyle Whittingham and the Utah Utes. He can't figure them out. I bring up this game because it was going to go a long way probably to decide if USC is going to get a shot at the CFP. The answer is a resounding no. The Utah Utes play hard-nosed football. They did it again Saturday night. And if you missed the quote at the end from head coach Kyle Whittingham from the Utah Utes, I encourage you to go and take a look for it. He basically says the USC football team has a Heisman winning quarterback. Our quarterback's a pig farmer, and we're proud of him too. Go take a look at the quote. It is a gem. Secondarily, Penn State ventured to Ohio State trying to keep their undefeated season alive. As a Penn State fan, there was a good amount of optimism that this was the year maybe they'd get over the hump. Unfortunately, the roadblock among many was named Marvin Harrison Jr. And this man is a generational talent. I'm going to take one quick second to divert and say at profanleague.com, profanleague.com, over the next number of months, we are writing a series about how championships are won. In that series, we're going to talk a little bit about needing a premium talent. If you're wondering what is a premium talent, I would encourage you to take a peek at Marvin Harrison Jr. All day, Gus Johnson on Fox was calling him Maserati Marv, and you know what? He's right. He is a generational talent. They could not handle him. Kalen King, who's also going to be an NFL player next fall probably, couldn't handle him. He's a big, strong, fast, smooth receiver of the football, and he showed out on Saturday. Now, while Marvin Harrison Jr. was showing out, the Penn State offense was looking very lost. I don't know if the journey from the locker room to the tunnel was confusing and all of the energy was lost on the way to the field, but the game plan seemed vague. In the first three series, Penn State was averaging 7.1 yards a carry and abandoning the running game. I do believe that they could run the football on that defense, and I think they could have snatched the spirit out of the Buckeye, out of the horseshoe, if they would have just kept pounding it and pounding it and pounding it. The best offensive players on the Penn State football team are the left tackle and the running backs. And I think they abandoned them at large. Hats off to Manny Diaz in the defense. They played wonderful football. They deserved a better outcome. It didn't happen. Maybe next year. We'll probably see Ohio State next year undefeated once again. Hopefully James Franklin and the crew can figure it out. Onwards we march to the NFL. Last night, Sunday Night Football, tremendous matchup between the Eagles and the Dolphins. I am not a huge Eagles fan, but the Kelly Green were looking sharp. I must give it to them, and they sure do know how to ball out. The defense did an amazing job on the Miami Dolphins. They kept Tyreek Hill from doing too much damage, and they were able to get the win. 
the Ravens and the Detroit Lions. This was the unexpected game of the week. We thought, I think most NFL fans thought, it was going to be a competitive piece of football. Dan Campbell has his guys playing great football this year. They have a stout defense. And then they ran into Lamar Jackson and the Ravens yesterday in Baltimore, and it was not a pretty thing. Now, from time to time on this show, I know that this is the first one. From time to time on this show, I'm going to have a segment called What Happened? I have a theory about what happened in Baltimore yesterday. We all might say, oh, it was the play calling. The Ravens offense was on top of it. The defense was a brick wall. Ray Lewis and Ed Reed walked in in disguise and found the fountain of youth and shut those guys down. No, no, no. I think we are overthinking it. I want to draw you to a reminder that I saw from Joe Pompliano on Twitter about Dan Campbell. I'm going to read this verbatim. Reminder that Detroit Lions head coach Dan Campbell has the most absurd coffee order of all time. Two Benti coffees from Starbucks with two espresso shots in each is more than 1,100 milligrams of caffeine. That's the equivalent of drinking 10 Red Bulls every morning. Dan Campbell drinks that drink every morning. This is unverified. But the only thing that makes sense to me about what happened in Baltimore yesterday was Dan Campbell wandered down to Starbucks for his two Benti, two espresso shot cocktail, and they gave that man decaf. That's right, friends. They gave that man decaf, and it took the wind out of the sails of the Detroit Lions, and they could not recover. Dan didn't get his 10 Red Bull shot. And the Detroit Lions disappeared in Baltimore. So everybody needs to keep that as a reminder when they're preparing for the Detroit Lions. Make sure you cut off the caffeine supply from Dan Campbell and you got a shot to beat this very good football team. The standings are clustered in the NFL. People love the parody of the NFL. It's part of what makes the league great. And this year is no different. Although, let's be honest. Let's be honest. The Kansas City Chiefs are good. They're always good. Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid have a unique partnership. The Eagles are good. The 49ers are good. And I do think the Dolphins are also legitimate. I think those four teams are currently playing at a level that a lot of NFL teams can't realistically reach. And the Buffalo Bills, who we want to keep thinking might be on the cusp of turning the corner, then go up to New England yesterday and get hoodied. They got hoodied by Bill Belichick. Mac Jones pulls pulls a rabbit out of the hat, and boom, baby, New England on the board crushes Buffalo's momentum. Let's go to the Major League Baseball scene. We are into the NLCS. Balls are flying out of the yard. Jose Altuve and Kyle Schwarber both having big weekends with the long ball. Jose Altuve Friday night with that game-winning home run in the ninth. Epic playoff 
baseball. Kyle Schwarber is on an absolute tear. And let me tell you, this took me into a research about postseason home runs. Because Kyle Schwarber, late last week, broke Reggie Jackson's Major League Baseball playoff record for most playoff home runs by a left-handed hitter. Reggie had 18. Kyle Schwarber since now has 20. And I was curious, where does that put him? What's the all-time list look like? Well, number one with 29 is Manny Ramirez. We all remember Manny Ramirez. He would hit in front of David Ortiz. And what an incredible hitter he was, a balanced hitter. I actually saw an interview with Manny about two months ago, uh, maybe even last month. He was back in Cleveland for a tribute, and he said on that night at uh, right around 50 years old, he thinks he could still hit number three for the Cleveland Guardians. I don't know that I doubt him. That man could roll out of bed and make contact even now. I believe that. Second on that list, at number two with 26 home runs, I would not have guessed this, Jose Altuve, second baseman for the Houston Astros. Man, what a clutch performer. I know that he took a reputation hit with the cheating a number of years back with the Houston Astros, 26 home runs. Uh, I was talking with my brother about that stat. He thinks you need to shave at least 10 of those off for cheating. So maybe he's more in like the 16 range or the 13 range. Number three, somebody that uh, Major League Baseball fans haven't thought of for a while, but he was a, a consistent player. 22 home runs. Bernie Williams, the man who played the electric guitar in center field for the New York Yankees, Bernie Williams. And then, at 20, you get to Derek Jeter, Kyle Schwarber. Here we are, current. Kyle Schwarber is a very consistent playoff performer. I was looking at the stats. He's a career 227 hitter in the regular season. He's a career 246 hitter in the playoffs. Regular season on base percentage of 340. Playoff base percent on base percentage of 371. So clearly, you see some uptick there in the playoffs. This man is one of the clutchest modern day playoff performers. Uh, he's in a unique spot. I plan to talk about Kyle Schwarber more in the future because what we're seeing with him is a really unique thing. We'll see. We'll see what happens in the next couple of weeks. The Phillies look to close out. The Astros. And the Rangers both looking to close out. It's been a great October on the baseball field. We'll continue to keep eyes peeled and watch as history is made. It should be a tremendous World Series, whatever the matchup proves to be. Spinning into the NBA. The NBA tips. We are excited for the NBA tip-off. I enjoy basketball. I enjoy Pro basketball, I enjoy college basketball. Here, coming up in the next few weeks, college basketball is going to tip. There's a lot of anticipation. I wanted to take a few moments and give some thoughts on the NBA and the upcoming season. An 82-game journey starting here this week. Some amazing games on opening night. There'll be a lot of fun to watch. We'll get a look at the Phoenix Suns. We'll get a look at the Denver Nuggets, a look at the Golden State Warriors, and it'll be good times. Right now, 
I'd like to make a couple of predictions about what I think happens in this year that we're coming into. My finals prediction for this year coming at us right now. Western Conference. I am taking the Phoenix Suns. The reason I'm taking the Phoenix Suns in the Western Conference is simply this. I look at the combination of Devin Booker, Bradley Beal, and Kevin Durant, and it reminds me a lot of that 2018 Golden State Warriors championship team in its ability to shoot. I remember in 2018, you'd be watching the Golden State Warriors. The game would start, it would be, you know, 9 to 6, 10 to 12, and then you'd walk to the bathroom, grab a snack from the fridge, and come back, and whammo, Golden State's up 30 to 8, or 30 to 13. What happened? Well, while you were getting a drink, They hit five three-pointers, had a couple fast-break steals and dunks, and they were up by 22. I believe that this Phoenix Suns team has the ability to do that on a level that no one else in the NBA can do it. I believe it's going to be a special offensive team as long as they can steer clear of the ambulance in Phoenix this year. I think Kevin Durant will be in the MVP conversation And that man is such a dynamic player. He's so difficult to defend. He can defend all five positions, which gives them some defensive options. Grayson Allen is a gritty guy. He came over from Milwaukee. He has a championship DNA. He's pesky. People don't love to play him. He can get the job done. I like Phoenix to win it all over the Boston Celtics. I think the Boston Celtics are the most complete team in the East. I believe Jason Tatum is going to rise to another level this year in Boston. I think he could win the scoring title this year in the NBA. I'm going Phoenix versus Boston. Phoenix raises the trophy in June. Kevin Durant gets the monkey off his back that he can't seem to escape, that he can't win championships without Steph Curry. And history is made in the NBA. The MVP race, I think the finalists for MVP are, of course, going to be the Joker, Nikola Jokic, Giannis, Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum, Steph Curry, Anthony Davis. And I think that the MVP of the league, consistent with my championship pick, Kevin Durant takes home MVP, most valuable player. Something else I was thinking about, because I do think the Golden State Warriors are an interesting team, and because they've won so much, we can't discount them. Last year, Golden State was 11-30 and 30 on the road. This is an incomprehensible record to me for Golden State on the road. It almost comes across like they just don't care on the road. I think they're going to be better this year on the road. The key to this team, to me, is Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins was unhealthy down the stretch last year. The year they won the championship before that, he was so clutch on the defensive side for them. He was 
pulling down rebounds. He was engaged. He was scoring. He opened up a new dimension for that basketball team. I think how far the Golden State Warriors go this year depends on Anthony Wiggins and Jonathan Kaminga. Anthony Wiggins and Jonathan Kaminga can make the difference. I think the Denver Nuggets are less deep than they have been in the past. But hats off to Jokic. He's the best player in the world right now. And who knows what could happen with that guy anchoring the Denver Nuggets lineup. All that to say, one more time, Phoenix Suns, Boston Celtics. I think Boston can handle Milwaukee and the the uh, Dame-Giannis combination. I'm in Phoenix, Boston. Phoenix gets the chip. Now, I wanted to spend just a little time talking about Pro Fan League. Today, I am so grateful for you joining this podcast on its initial episode. Honestly, Pro Fan friends, this has been 31 years in the making. Tomorrow, I'm going to have a podcast with a little more information about myself. Again, my name's Brad Gibbs. You can call me Gibbs. I'm going to put out a piece just highlighting how I've got to this point, but this has been 31 years in the making. I have had a burning desire to talk sports since I was five years old. So this day, sitting behind this microphone for the first time in this setting is a really, really cool day for me. I thank you for being part of it. I thank you for exploring what Pro Fan League is. And at its heart, I really desire that Pro Fan League serves sports fans with edifying content. Just like the NBA season is kicking off this week, There's MLB teams on the verge of championship opportunities that can change lives. I know that the people that are taking in this content are in unique and exciting situations in their own life or maybe daunting situations in their own life. Maybe right now you're looking at an uncertain future or maybe right now you're looking at a really cool opportunity and you just don't know how it's going to turn out. I don't want to just talk sports on this show. I want to, I want to give you content that, that helps you as you're facing the situations in your life. Just like the Phoenix Suns have an amazing opportunity this year to chase a championship. You have an amazing opportunity in your life right now to have a championship moment. Even today as you're listening to this. I want to put a little definition into championship moment. A championship moment doesn't have to be you making a multi-million dollar deal or signing a huge contract or getting a huge signing bonus or hoisting a championship trophy. Maybe a championship moment for you is getting up and going to work even though it's hard. Don't discount that, friend. It matters. Maybe a championship moment for you is helping your wife change a diaper when she's tired. Maybe a championship moment for you is having that difficult conversation with your wife because you need to have it. It may be uncomfortable. Go have it. Maybe the championship moment for you is continuing to study even though you've failed a couple times. Maybe that championship moment for you is starting that business that you know that you should start, but it's going to be hard and it's going to be a risk. Maybe it's time to surge through the finish line and get it going. 
Maybe that championship moment for you is asking for help as you're trying to work out because doing it on your own is difficult. One of the pro fan core values is alone we die. We can't do anything meaningful alone. I encourage you today that it's out there for you. There are championship moments out there for you, both big or small. Championship moments could be bigger. Maybe there's a business that you're thinking about selling, but you're nervous about who to sell it to. Keep grinding. Keep pushing. Maybe you're thinking about retirement. You don't know if it's the time. Maybe you don't know what you're going to do. I would encourage you not just to retire and do nothing. Put in the work to figure out what's next for you as you have all this time at your disposal in retirement. This is a little bit about what Pro Fan League is going to be about. Taking sports, talking sports, and then drawing out applications from what we see in the world of sports to personal life. Finally, I wanted to give a few details about Pro Fan League. The Pro Fan League podcast will be coming out every Tuesday and Friday morning. Tuesday and Friday morning. I'm going to try to have them posted between 6 and 7.30 a.m., I'm going to try to keep them short. This one's a little longer. It's the first one. I'm going to try to keep them right around 20 minutes, not longer than 30 minutes, suitable for a drive or a lunch period. That's the goal. On Thursdays on ProFanLeague.com, there's going to be a blog. It's going to be pretty sports-centric. It's going to be observations about the world of sports, interesting things. Uh, I'm looking to, to keep that lively and fun. That's on ProFanLeague.com. The blog is called Swinging a Torch. There's two varieties of writing on ProFanLeague.com. One is called ProFanLeague Fundamentals. Uh, There's currently a series that's building there about how championships are won. ProFanLeague Fundamentals is one stream of blog posts. And then Swinging a Torch is weekly, and that's every Thursday. Pro Fan League Fundamentals will build a little more slowly. Swinging a Torch will come out every Thursday. A little story behind Swinging a Torch. Why is the blog called Swinging a Torch? Well, in my house, when somebody gets hot in a sport where a bat is swung or a stick is swung or a golf club is swung, when a player gets hot, like Kyle Schwarber right now, he's homered and homered and homered. Kyle Schwarber in the playoffs, when he goes deep, I'll often say, if you'd ask my kids, man, that guy is swinging a torch. And that's where the name of the blog came. Swinging a torch. Check it out if you haven't looked. Profanleague.com. So you can listen to the podcast currently on Spotify, on Apple, through podbean.com. I'll often post it on my Facebook page. Those are where you can find it. Please subscribe. Please share. Please comment. It's a benefit to the show when you do. I'm grateful for your time, and I could use your help, quite frankly. So if you enjoy what you're hearing, please share, subscribe. Have these coming into your ears every single day automatically. And then venture over to ProFanLeague.com. ProFanLeague.com. There'll also be links to the podcast there. This is going to happen every single week. 
I appreciate you for spending time with me this morning. This show is a little abnormal. It isn't the normal cadence of what I'm doing. It's the opener. I wanted to touch on a little sports. I wanted to get that important information into your hands. I'm thankful for you. I truly consider it a grace from you to allow my voice into your ears for a little bit of time each day. Thank you so much for giving me a shot. Thank you for taking part in this dream coming true today. 31 years in the making, Pro Fan League has been on my heart for the last nine years, and now it's coming to fruition. You'll hear more about that later this week. There are two more podcasts coming this week. There's the blog, the first blog post in Swinging a Torch coming Thursday. There'll be a second podcast on Wednesday this week, a special And then on Friday, there'll also be a podcast. Please feel free to check those out. Share this show. And again, today, think about those championship moments in your own life. What's out there for you? Don't just go through life today. The theme, the motto of Pro Fan League is not just fans. I don't believe that you are just a sports fan. Sports are fantastic. They're fun. But so is life. It's out there for you. You're not just a fan. Go make plays. I'm cheering for you. See you next time. Thanks for giving us some time. My name's Brad Gibbs. Go make plays. Have a great day.